Bacon, no bacon, no bacon, no bacon, bacon no, no bacon. Podcast. Right on. Derek Sege, what's going on, buddy? Not much, Abdul, but how are you today, Bay, my friend? You know, I'm good, man. I'm all right. Just, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, it's a beautiful day. Winter's coming. We had a couple snowflakes this morning. Did you see yeah, a couple snowflakes f- out there? I was so depressed. I was trying to Instagram <laughs> it. I was fucking, my Instagram's not working. I can't shoot video on my Instagram. I keep trying to do video, talk to my phone for like 40 seconds, and then let go of the video. But usually you have to hold the video yeah. to do video on Instagram. And I let go of the button and just went click click. Like I took a fucking talk for nothing for 40 seconds and then <laughs> took a photograph of myself going, ah. <laughs> so, so you didn't I, push the button down? Are you dead inside? You've got no, no spirit I did. or soul? Your phone I did. can't. It just, is that how it works? <laughs> the sensor think, yeah. on, a, on an iPhone screen, it's all soul related? Yeah, it senses whether or not you've got a spirit inside of you. Is this guy alive or not? Oh, man. Um, I feel like I haven't asked you about uh, your wife and parents. How is everybody? Everybody is good, man. So far, good. so good. Yeah, we're doing good, man. We're just uh, trying working? to... working? No, working no, she's, she's not really... Uh, she's actually been designing a few things for us. We've got a new background, which I'll, you'll see. You'll see. People are looking at it right now. We've got right a new on. background logo, yeah. Um, uh, we've got a mascot. We've got a little pig. I should have sent you a picture so you could see it. We've got a little <laughs> bacon, no bacon pig. Uh, who looks drunk. Um, he should, she, he that, should, the pig should be wearing a t-shirt that said, cows are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good, yeah. Maybe we'll make a little fucking thing with him with a little sign that says, cows are delicious. That's or, yeah, or a t-shirt that says, like, uh, you are what you eat and I eat nothing but shit. Oh, <laughs> the poor pig. Our buddy. Our buddy. No, he yeah, looks great. Turn, he's, he's funny. The, he, he wants to turn people off eating bacon, though, right? Yeah, he doesn't want <laughs> you to eat them. He's, uh, he's, uh, <laughs> or, yeah. he's a Muslim or he pig. he could be like <laughs> the T-shirt that says, have you heard about Islam? <laughs> or Judaism? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's hilarious. That's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a pig walking around with like a Quran or a Torah all the time. Like. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to spread the good word. Yeah, <laughs> that's great, man. That's good. Um, yeah, so just trying to. It might yeah, help she's been friggin' tied. Like, explain to people why the podcast is called Bacon No Bacon. bacon too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, there's def, there's so many rooms for jokes, man. We're gonna have some merch. We'll throw some merch, man. We'll do some then, things with it. <laughs> and then the Jesus pig that represents me, the stupid Jesus pig, going like, "Man, oh, Jesus is the man. <laughs> Christianity all the all the way." He just gets choked out. He's just like a did. hillbilly Trump supporter who doesn't realize it's actually killing him, but he's like, "You should eat bacon, even though it's don't. It's killing you. you, you they're gonna kill you, Jesus pig." Don't tell yeah. them to eat bacon. <laughs> he keeps trying to convince what, people, bacon's delicious. <laughs> the story of the three little pigs. Mm-hmm. The three little pigs. The one that that's the lazy and, and builds the straw house. <laughs> he's the Christian pig. The <laughs> one that builds it out of wood. He's the Jewish pig, because we know a lot of Jews don't eat kosher. Like They'll, they'll accept true, yeah. bacon bits. And then the brick pig, the pig that builds its house out of brick, is the Muslim pig. Why, no. What is the significance of that, of the brick Muslim pig? You don't know the story of the three little pigs? Yeah, I know, but why? He just builds a better house? I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, because like, nobody why? can eat them. That's the thing. The oh, first two pigs get eaten. The first two pigs get eaten. The big bad wolf have to work a little bit harder to get at the stick guy, the yeah. Jewish pig. But the Islamic pig, he is, he is safe funny. behind the bricks. Yeah, there you go. That's a good... Uh, the maybe brick wall yeah, of the, the other, Quran. <laughs> we've got another... Uh, We've got another caricature that we can make now. That's right. We're turning this podcast into a heavily a religious, a religious, a religious podcast. Cartoon. We're going to delve deep into the teachings of all the major religions, uh, starting with the story of the three little pigs. Turn to page. <laughs> <laughs> turn, the most religious turn of Turn to them page all. 242 of your hymnals and uh, let's sing the three little pigs song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Dude, uh, you were in uh, uh, Winnipeg? I was. Yeah, how was that, man? It what was, was it like getting on a... wonderful in Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us more. Um, uh, well, uh, listen, I love going to Winnipeg, but this festival was weird. 
Really, uh, eh? Just because of the COVID, right? Because of COVID. First of all, like I had a night off, so I reached out to my friend Tyler that uh, run the Rumors Comedy Club out there in Winnipeg. Okay. He said, hey, I've got the night off. I was thinking of coming by, say hi and whatever, have a beer. He's like, no, dude, I can't let you in here. You're from Quebec. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. So, And they oh, the festival yeah. gave me this form, whatever, that if anybody asked me why I'm not, why I'm in Winnipeg, that I have authorization for television production to be in the province right basically everybody east of manitoba is persona non grata uh in manitoba i don't know what that means what does that mean you're not welcome like you're not they don't want you there kind of like new brunswick they don't want you if you go there you're supposed to quarantine for quarantine yeah inter i just heard that yesterday i didn't know that was a thing i didn't know there was an (laughs) interprovincial uh quarantine happening yeah what about quebec and ontario i think they're the only ones that don't have it I heard something uh, no, about it. No, because we're the worst. <laughs> we're yeah. like, bring some healthy people <laughs> here. Fuck, we're dying over here. We need to boost we're our statistics. We're accepting all sick fucking people. <laughs> That's funny. That's right. <laughs> Quebec's going to become just like a leper colony of fucking... <laughs> we're actually Send in a race. Send us your wretched COVID fucks. I thought about it. I was like, I think we're in, an, in, we're in a race. We're actually, uh, we're always competing against Ontario. And I feel like this is another thing that we're trying to beat Ontario. We'll, uh, we'll get more cr- COVID numbers than you. We're crushing Montreal's. Them. Better than Toronto. Deaths, for sure, we're crushing them. I yeah, mean, Canada we're... have Canada have 10,000, and Quebec have over 6,000 by ourselves. So, Yeah, deaths. Quebec numbers are crazy. Definitely yeah. out, uh, way up there, man. It's definitely getting a little wild. But I didn't know that uh, other provinces are like not letting other Canadians in. Just oh, yeah. You know, like yeah, in uh, rolling, New Brunswick buddy. and Newfoundland, they fucking check. If you go, they check your quarantine. Wow. So... so that's why so, I've had to postpone three times. My I'm supposed to do St. John, the club in St. John, and I have to just, post, I, I was even thinking, man, I'm like, Atlantic Canada would be a nice place to move. It seems like they're still working and able to get around, and uh, there's companies there. You can do corporates constantly and shake and move while you're out there instead of sitting around in Quebec and fucking rotting away. We can't do anything. Yeah. Locked up again for another 28 days. Yeah. I, I, Why like, did they choose twenty eight days? Like a menstrual know, cycle, it's a, and it's a horror movie. It's a, it's a, ho- a horror movie. <laughs> horror movie about a fucking. I think it's a disease. solid <laughs> four weeks. That's why it's a solid four weeks. Jeez. Uh, so they're trying to get people. I don't know. I don't know what the number reasoning, like the reasoning behind it, but it definitely is not looking good. Like they tried to. I mean, I we knew. Fuck the first few weeks. We we're like, yeah, this is gonna keep going. It's not going to yep. stop. And then they keep saying, like, the Christmas, they keep giving us hope. It's like, just fucking crush people's <laughs> dreams already. Yeah. Make me happy. Make You know what? Give me the opportunity. Let me stand there and just make everybody disappointed. Give me the opportunity to stand there and be like, listen, folks, it's time to fucking wake up. This shit ain't going away. Stop. We're, not, we're giving you these little baby numbers like you think you're going to get out of it. You're not. Just forfeit your, your lifestyle and we'll just move on to being fucking a new world. Yeah, I'm impressed with how you've done that. Just forfeit your lifestyle. Let's do nothing. Dude, you can't. Uh, what do you want to do? What do you. I can't. Like, I'm looking at it realistically. I think, but I've also been cursed with this brain because I, I, I like overthink things. Like, I constantly am like thinking of like oh, how the outcome is really going to look. I feel like I got it from watching the news a lot. And you see the yeah. news and you're like, I can see it playing out. And then weeks co- go by and then they go, and then this happened. And I go, of course that happened. How did you not piece that together before? You could see it coming. So I feel like I've also been cursed with that because now I'm always like, not negative, but I'm kind of negative. You know that. You know, I was like, fuck, you always look negative. That's a very optimistic way. Ironically, that's an optimistic way to describe yourself. Hey, man, I'm trying to be more optimistic. I'm going to get out of this little negative rut in 28 days, maybe. Who knows? But uh, yeah, no, I guess you have no choice. I'm I was close to fucking going to the woods and just living there for the winter, man. Sometimes I think about it. I had a real estate agent call me this morning, like, "Are you thinking of selling your house?" Dude, is and that like, crazy? I they just called? didn't want to get into it with her, and she's like, "Take advantage of the good market right now." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's good now. It could be better in two years. Maybe I'll just wait and make another hundred grand. Who knows?" Dude, my parents got a call too for their place. It's is it fucking nuts that like real estate agents are dying to get your? I went for a bike ride the other day, man. The houses are all fucking sold everywhere here. It's got a Von Zoo sign everywhere, yeah. man. They're all selling, yeah. And it's ridiculous. I watched this for thing. Top dollar too. Yeah, I wonder what's happening, man. It's scary. I fuck. I don't know. I mean, 
there's it's is it going to last is it not is this just like an influx of foreign buyers is this actually like canadians that are going i want to move to the suburbs or is this like are we getting fucking bought out by the super rich from every other country in the world i i believe that that is a huge contributing factor so take the the regular migration of canadians of of any of any country <clears throat> yeah um with a you know a, a a decent economy, and then add add the emigration to to Canada by the rich and investment investment influx. Yeah, that's uh, what I fucking hate. Look, I I get I love that Canada is such an easy country to immigrate to. If you got a problem, you're a refugee. You your living situation sucks. You're looking for a better life. But I feel like this real, I mean, I don't feel, it is proven, this real estate boom that's going on is the ultra rich from other countries, from foreign countries that are coming here and buying up and driving up our market, and now we can't even fucking afford to live. Dude, they showed downtown Montreal, man, there is tents everywhere. When the fuck did this happen? Yeah. Yeah, like well, Vancouver, it's way too late. Toronto is basically too forget late it, and that's why I'm pissed, man. Because it's time to put the foot down, and especially Montreal is about to get nailed, and nobody is doing anything. We're just letting it happen. It's like yeah. no. What do you do though? Well, how do you stop it? Governments need to stop it. Stop taking money from these ultra rich people to run your campaigns and fucking put your foot down. Stop taking the money, man. Just. Let Canadians live, man. I they get have it. The, like, very, like Dude, where bring Vancouver and Toronto happened. Bring, Toronto and Vancouver it happened before it happened before anywhere else, and they <clears throat> put small laws in place. But people find a way around. Okay, it, you, you want to hear this crazy thing that I fucking watched yesterday, man? I'll I'll put the link down in the comments. And okay. there was a vid- I watched this thing on YouTube. It was a, a Radio Canada a journalist. They did this thing a year ago. Apparently. Ultra rich from China, Hong Kong specifically, they're going to Hong Kong to get these, they call them, fuck, what was it called? Uh, golden visas or something like that. It's for the ultra rich, man. So they come, the, Quebec has a loophole. So they've been coming in through Quebec this whole time. Vancouver real estate has been going crazy, but they've been coming in through Quebec because nowhere else in Canada offered this at the time. I mean, I know PEI did it at one point, but now uh, Quebec had this going, I think it's over. I can't remember if it ended now, but up until like 2018 or 2019, they had a loophole where you can apply, you give the government a loan of $1.2 million, the Quebec government. You give them Hmm. a loan for $1.2 million for five years, interest-free, okay? And they give you in return Canadian citizenship. They give you a visa. They give you a a, a permanent residence. Permanent residence, not citizenship. Permanent residence, I think it was. Yeah, dude, they're giving it away for 1.2 million. So now what you're and then the they were so for they a investigated loan of 1.2 million. Yeah, dude, they get so what they were doing is they did an investigation. They went to Hong Kong and they talked to these immigration lawyers and all of them were fucking just scamming. They're like, "Yeah, don't worry. You don't need to you don't need to actually live in Quebec. <coughs> you can just buy real estate anywhere. Or you can just you don't even have to live there. We can just get an address for 3 months just so that you can get your card in the mail and then after you could do whatever you want." So wow. they even showed some of them were flying right into Vancouver. They weren't even fucking flying into Quebec for three months. They were wow. flying straight to Vancouver buying real estate. Wow. So, dude, you're we're fucking letting the ultra-rich make us not be able to afford to live in our own country. I hate this shit because nobody talks about it. We all hide it because we go, well, I don't want to be branded as, you know, now we're, you know, it's racist if you say... No, right. it's not. Because you're not... It's not refugees. It's not people that are that are in danger it's not yeah. that i have no problem with they're not stealing the jobs at burger king they're no fucking, <laughs> yeah. they're opening burger kings yeah, yeah. yeah but they yeah fucking right they're opening companies and they're 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 using the loopholes and they're getting their tax breaks and they're fucking going all around everything it's the rich man it's the ultra rich it's not but you you say they're not talking about it they like in vancouver that's a like everybody it, talk, they it talk is. about that more than the weather but like You're, you say it's too late there right it's it's already it's far gone. Vancouver is people. you can't bring it, you can't get it back. But Montreal is like right on that fucking cusp of like, dude, we're either too far or we're like right there. Yeah, you know, and somebody's got to do something. We got to stop that. We got to stop that. Like, 
the rich drive from other from foreign countries driving up our real estate that we can no longer afford. Man, I talked to someone in Vancouver, a producer, you know, I don't want to name names, but he was like, man, he was so devastated. When I talked to him about Vancouver and he was and this was like a few years ago and he goes, man, he goes, I, I'm just disappointed that my own kids won't be able to live in the city that they grew up in. They yeah. won't be able to afford to live in the city they grew up in. So we're being driven out of our own fucking major cities and our own places because we're letting rich people come here and throw their money around at our politicians and nobody's doing anything. Like, fuck Trump. Fuck looking at the U.S. Yeah. It's time Canadians look at their own goddamn country and fucking change this shit, man. And we, But we evolve. Like, there's people in my generation <clears throat> that... that uh you know, some of them are moving out to the country. So moving a, a little further out, especially in our line of work, it's easier for us, I guess, to adapt because we don't need to be anywhere. But uh, like my friend Erica just bought on uh, Vancouver Island. Uh, my friend Toby moved out there a couple of years ago. Gorgeous properties that are still affordable. Um, but it's just more of a commute if you need to go to But Vancouver that's it. We're getting whatever. driven further out so that we can afford it. Yeah. It's not right. Like, I remember going to Vancouver in 2013, and it was my first time there, and I was blown away, dude, at how beautiful it was. I've never been. I was like, fuck, this is, like, the nicest city I've ever seen, man. It's like your country and city at the exact same time. You're just looking at the mountains. Yeah. Some spots, some spots, but I was just there a few weeks ago, and it wasn't as pretty as I remembered. Really, really, eh? You have to be on the outskirts. You Even then, like, the... The, the road from Vancouver to New Westminster, where the club was. Yeah. The, the, the highway is not pretty. Even though there's an ocean there, it's like all developed. And Vancouver Island is spectacularly oh. beautiful, man. It's, yeah, I it's imagine. It's beautiful everywhere. Even like Victoria, which is the biggest city. It's an old city, so it's still quaint and nice. And there's right. no skyscraper. And, you know, yeah. again, because the real estate market, look at Toronto. Toronto used to be Toronto a kind too. of a nice city. Yeah. Um, but the <laughs> the high rises, just building these condo buildings everywhere, just make it like, uh, and then it's mixed in with the old. I find old, if everything look old, like old Montreal is super pretty because it's all old building. Yeah. When it's a mix of so old beautiful. and new, it look fucking like who Dude, ugly. This? Have you been a Griffintown? Jesus. Dude, it looks like a fucking, it looks exactly like that. Like you just it walked into the, Toronto. Yeah, it makes the old stuff look rather than looking like antique It look fucking like a dump because it, it's surrounded yeah. by this glass, steel, oh, beautiful, you know, like brand new stuff. Yeah, yeah man. Griffintown is looking weird these days, eh? It's so gross. Like it, it's gross. You walk through or drive through and you're like, where the hell am I? Like Montreal never looked like this. Montreal yeah. didn't look like a like a mega mall was just put up, you know, like just fucking cardboard box, cookie cutter fucking buildings, you know, like just the worst. I hate that. And they're doing it here, man. It's disgusting just because the price is going up and it's people know a, a, a comic told me this. His uh, uh, girlfriend is a real estate agent. Told me that now those are the like that's a big thing too. Like you invest in those condo buildings before they're even built. Yeah. Because you'll pay and by the day that they're open. By the day they're ready, you've already made like fifteen percent on your. Yeah, investment. exactly. So it's just it's just a question of people doing. They're doing it as like an investment now. It's not even a thing like oh I want to go live there. You're just going well I'll buy it and then I'll resell it to somebody and it's just driving the market up. And nothing's getting affordable. I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just fucking. Yeah, you just you name a topic. You will complain about it. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what uh, else is there to fucking talk about, man? What are we gonna talk about? I'm just upset at that. I watched that yesterday. Anyways, I'll put the video, uh, the documentary. It's a YouTube thing. Yeah, uh, that link journalists. you sent me too about the, uh, the, you know, some of the mega rich Chinese. I mean, it's, there's no, you know, people would be naive to think that some of the mega rich, not just from China, but from everywhere, you know, often come about their richness uh, nefariously, like, or not completely legitimately. So to, to see that the guy buy, you buy a mansion and then you just start running a casino out of your mansion. That's yeah. I'll put the link to that article too, in the comments. It's crazy, man. And that's where they're, they're cleaning their money through these, through these mansion casinos. Yeah. Then they start cleaning money for other mega rich people. Yeah. Any, any ethnicity. They're not, that's it. 
opportunist it's just people, organized though. crime that's yeah. like like way beyond what we're capable like man when you read that you're like whoa this looks like like can our fucking national security even handle this shit like can they yeah <laughs> yeah didn't they they said that they had this estimate like that they were some days cleaning between like one and 1.5 million dollars a day yeah. i'm like this is an illegal casino how are you fucking cleaning money in an illegal casino yeah i don't even understand like uh I'm not an expert money launderer, but to me, clearly we're not. <laughs> how you launder money is through legal, fucking, you know, put it, putting the money through some kind of legal yeah. channel so that it's become. I don't know. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't know either. Yeah, I have no idea how it's getting cleaned through illegal casinos, but they're setting up casinos in mansions in Toronto and Vancouver, and they're yeah. just they're cleaning money. There's million, and not only are they cleaning money, they're sex trafficking. They're they're uh, yeah. They're doing all sorts, and and it's happening in these casinos. So they're actually, you know, I'm sure that it's like a brothel with a casino, and uh, you do whatever the hell you want in there, man. And it's happening yeah. in Canada. I know a lot of people watching are like, "How can I get in?" Um, yeah, <laughs> you've got to be I'm gonna, really I'm rich. Be opening my publi sack this week. I don't know. <laughs> Next week we're gonna get back to Derek and his fucking. House. Hey, man, it was a great idea. I've opened up a, a bungalow casino. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Open up the bungalow casino in Brossard, man. Just. Guys come in, we just throw their money in the dishwasher and we're, we're good to go. Let's go. We've cleaned your there money. There you go. It's mm. clean. COVID free money. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. It's wild, man. Everything that's just, it's fucking wild. I still, so I don't, because the market is looking good though, it's like it's one of, it's a double edged sword, right? Like I'm, I still have the desire to be in the country or to have access to the country, like some waterfront cottagey kind of life. Yeah. But I feel if I sell this now, I'm going to, in five years, I'm going to be like, tabarnak, I could have made an extra 180000 or whatever, you know? Yeah, no so one I'd knows. I'd like to just, I'd like to, I don't know, I think, just get mega in debt, have the two properties for a while and... I don't know, man. I don't know what the best move is right now. Uh, I would say, personally, if I was in that situation, what I would do, I would sell the house, make the money, uh, buy something smaller and, and like, you know, something that's like, uh, like you can just buy out cash with, you know, uh, in, yeah. in the further out and then you're fucking debt free, dude. Yeah, it's but about then to that's get pretty not gonna fucking gain the value as much as this place, you know. Or like get a, a get a, a rental property or something. Maybe you can rent out the house and move somewhere else. You know, maybe, maybe. rent out the house. That's the thing is, uh, it's it's a tough it's tough to know the future because I keep trying to think that way too. Is like how are you gonna know? Is like either everyone's gonna lose their shit, they're all gonna fucking be broke, and housing prices are gonna drop, or the ultra rich are just gonna keep the housing market fucking just flying off the you know, shelves. So maybe you're right. Maybe if you hold on to it for another two years, it might be even worth more. You know? I thought of that. I thought of that, the renting of the house, uh, but I checked out that uh, uh, like then, single family home rental yeah. market. Uh, the, the going rate right now would not even cover my mortgage. So really like I can't, I can't charge $4,000 a month to rent yeah. my house. And then not and only that's that, what my mortgage is costing me. So. Jesus dude. How does it have four? Yeah. But that's cause you consolidated or whatever. Cause I, yeah, I put it on a, a turbo pay schedule. Yeah. Just fucking right reel that COVID back. Hit. I, yeah. yeah. If I do I have to pay penalties and stuff. So I'm just going to go until I can't anymore until it don't make fucking, sense. Gosh. And be nice banks. if my, some of my investment were looking okay that I could, you know, Live off of that for a second, but I don't want to touch my RSP. I am getting older, see. I'm, yeah, yeah. I've got to increase Dude, my RSP. Get a fucking cabin in the out. woods. Get a cabin in it, the woods. We'll hunt. We'll fish. We'll fucking. We'll harvest your own fucking. I meat. should get a. I should get a real estate agent on it. That you know, find me a fixer upper. Yeah. Uh, or like any like a, a liquidation succession, like a, yeah. you know, like. A parent die and the kids live out yeah, of the province. Yeah, the bank took it over or something. Just, yeah, just sell the sell it for whatever we can get the the cottage or whatever. Some a place that need a lot of work, you know. And I could do the work. And yeah, so I'll be we, yeah I'll be maxed out debt wise. My debt ratio will be bad because I'll be paying two mortgage. But this house I know is uh, 
increasing in value. Yeah. When I do the work that I want to do, I'm going to do the floors uh, on the main floor and the bedroom floor. I'm going to do the bathroom and I'm going to do the completely gut and redo the kitchen. Yeah. Once that's done, I'll be able to fetch top dollar for my house. And then I'll love it so much, I probably won't even want to leave. So, and the kids do need, they, they like the pied-à-terre here where they grew up. You know, like their mother already moved out to the bush. So I don't know. Like, you know, holding real estate is never going to fuck us over. Like I'm never. Yeah, no, I certainly well, will never lose what I paid for it. I paid $130,000 for this house. I see it. Fucking yeah. No, you definitely won't. I don't think so, dude. I think, honestly, I think the way it's going, it's like the ultra-rich will keep the real estate market flowing, which that's sucks. Right. And, and we'll all be poor as shit, no jobs and can't Apparently, the outside stuff, like the cottage-y, type, the cottage-y type places are also gangbusters right now. They're really increasing in value. and They are, yeah. You know, waterfront property will be a hot commodity because we're going to run out eventually as people buy and build. and Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I think maybe I'm going to just tell somebody, tell a real estate agent, find me something that's a good value. Like she kept, I did a little first meeting with one and she was like, what's your budget? What's your this? And I'm like, you know what? I'll go see my bank and see what I could borrow yeah. against the house that I have now. Um, and then anything below that, but the the major selling point will be on the water. Not in, not in a flood zone, but on water mm-hmm. or near water anyway, and uh, and value like somebody that's you know either it's run down that's why you're getting a big yeah. discount or it's yeah. somebody just in a rush to sell it. I don't know, man. It's yeah, all, there, nobody so knows. We should I get like, a- like I've been <clears throat> talking for years about redoing the kitchen, redoing the bathroom, and fucking it's, it's again the the irony of COVID is. Now that I've got the time to do all this work, I have yeah. no fucking, I have no money. No I have no money budget. coming in. Yeah. Dude, it's, uh, we should have like an economist or something and like interview somebody that knows fine, like what's going on with the world. Someone yeah. should be fucking honest. Somebody would tell us what the hell is up before, instead of like trying to hide, you know, it feels like everyone's trying to hide it. Like even the politicians, the prime minister, everyone's like not trying to tell us what's really fucking going on. No one really knows, and if they do Dude, know, they'll explain they it to us. We're not smart enough or knowledgeable enough to even well, understand that's what it. the fuck they're saying. So that's it. In the end of the day, it'd be like, nice yeah. if I could just call someone. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Yeah, these are the these are Sell some them. of my life goals. Tell me wh- which way to garage myself first. Well, a friend the, of mine's uh, mom told me that her financial advisor had had told her she sold her house. She sold her house in the suburbs, uh, and within like a week she sold her her house and she mo- she's moving out to the country and her financial advisor said you've got this was back in the summer she says you got two to three years two to three years of the market being hot and then uh it's probably gonna start to catch up to people and things are gonna fucking go south after that that's when like the real you know people are they can't afford it or what's going right. on right so they'll just won't be buying as much and the market's going to drop. That's what she said. That's what I heard. So I don't know if that's, yeah. you know, I'd like to hear it from a few other people that know the business and know things like that uh, just to really understand it. It would be interesting because it's, it's a like crazy time. But like anything in the economy, right? Like this, there, there's influences in an economy that are will be never before seen. So it's really hard to predict, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, technology, exactly. Technology never, yeah. was the first one, right? Who could You're have right. predicted that the 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 dot com or the tech boom in the eighties and nineties would lead to a real estate fucking fallout? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's hard to predict those things because they're never before seen in previous economies. So <clears throat> right. this COVID thing is a never before seen thing. You're right. COVID. I mean, there was the Spanish flu a hundred years ago, but economy and financial market were completely different right. 100 years ago you know what i mean we so it's the air hard travel. to see the long term you know the long term exactly yeah <laughs> 100 years ago you'd go to the barber to get a shave who the fuck gets shaved by another man nowadays it's, yeah you know there I mean? was no amazon <laughs> there was no online things like yeah, now it's, it's like anything could take a total different turn nobody the world knows is changing really. so fast that it's you know again i'm not an economics expert but i feel it's impossible for anyone to really know there's people that have yeah. Uh, take risk and educated guests like the the Warren Buffetts of the world. Yeah. But I was looking at one of you know those um 
those live graphs that show you like a timeline. So it, this one was from 2000 to 2020, yeah. showing the richest people in the world, I think. Okay, see, I think I saw it, yeah. Yeah, you see like Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, like you, these guys, okay, and we're 35 billion, we're 50 billion, we're 79 billion, 70, oh, fucking, and then it's fucking, yeah. and now I'm only worth 39 billion again. I mean, these amounts of money, you know, Warren Buffett was never not rich. Yeah. But to see a f over 20 years to have a fluctuation of 40 billion dollars billions yeah billions you know what I mean? that'd be like me and you like one year yeah, i made twenty thousand, and then i made yeah. forty thousand, and i made 180 thousand, and yeah, then i made like one thousand. and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's uh i mean yeah first of all i don't even know how they live with that stress imagine living with that stress of having built making a move and you lose billions like, yeah oh, that was well, a bad move i just lost billions of dollars it's got to be, it's all relative, right? It's like, for me, uh, all that investment I made in my, my weed stocks with my kids' fucking college funds, uh, <laughs> for me to lose, you know, $28,000 is probably similar to Warren Buffett losing, you know, $18 billion. I, I don't know, man. I wonder if he's he's probably got a fucking stash of cash anyways. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's probably uh, not. It's all, all of it is collected and shown in his, you know. We, we talked about this the other day or one on well, the previous podcast. $1 billion. There's there's not a thing. There's not there's not a thing you can't yeah, buy right. on the planet. About, yeah. Like if you have $1 billion to put <clears throat> yeah. down, they just built a brand new football stadium in uh, Los Angeles for Los the Rams. Angeles, yeah. <clears throat> uh, two three point eight billion dollar, apparently right. is what they said it was. Okay, so you have one billion. You could literally that's a down payment on that. Yeah, you, know, you don't even need mortgage insurance. It's seeing yeah. that you're opening this business, which yeah. those guys sucks. It was just ready this year. Same with the Las Vegas stadium. You know, you put these billion of dollar in, and then all right, let's start fucking counting them. What the fuck? We can't even charge people to get in here now. Oh, God my. damn it. So those but they'll find a way, man. Big. Dude, they know how to do all these things. I watched, uh, you might know this more than I do, man. There was like the way that they use businesses, like in the States, the way that they use like businesses that have uh, clout behind their name. They'd use the example of, I think it was Chuck E. Cheese, like how many times it's gone bankrupt. Yeah. But they basically just run the, like run the, like it, it the value in it is in its name. Anybody yeah. can just buy it and then you can build that value up again. And then once they hit bankruptcy, they just they keep getting loans and putting money towards the name because any bank will give you a loan because you're like Chuck E. Cheese, of course. Well, that's, that's a viable Donald name. Donald Trump built his yeah. They just they empire. bankrupt it. They just keep taking loans, 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 and then they bankrupt the company, and they file yeah. for bankruptcy, and then they sell off the the name and the business, yeah. and then the next guy takes it over, and then he does the same thing. Now it's yeah. in a new name. Now he just runs up a whole deficit on the company and then files bankruptcy again and then sells it off. It's like, how is that? I don't understand. And then you cross the street without fucking at a red light, like at a proper intersection and they give you a ticket and you go, you're breaking the fucking law, buddy. But meanwhile, these guys are just scamming money like crazy off of, off of everyone. And no, no, nothing, nothing happens. Just keep, you're a viable business person. You are a good Source of money to the community. You give people jobs. Yeah. What does that meaning sound like? Chuck, cheese. You guys were really doing good there for a second. <laughs> we got to sit Chuck and cheese down and fucking really talk, guys. This business model is not, yeah. <laughs> not and, kosher. And their, silent, and their silent partner, of course, E. You got Chuck and cheese on the day-to-day, -day, but their silent partner, E. Just E. E's the mastermind behind it all. E's fucking behind the scenes. He has no idea what's going on. Look at Derek, Derek signaling for another coffee. Let's go get yeah, another Jamie's coffee. like, then. I don't know how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a Keurig one then, I guess. Pardon? Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. How's the pup, man? How's the dog doing? How's the... Uh, She's huge. She's good. Yeah? She spent the night at her grandmother's last night. Oh. Reese went to see his mom. Okay. So the baby was over there. Yeah, baby's over there, and that's cool. Are you uh, are you getting a Bjorn for your dog? Or are you going to walk around with baby a and a Bjorn? The dog's literally like hey the man. size of Andy now. The dog, dude. Brossard's becoming a. It's becoming a one of the hot real estate market. You might be one of those shishi fufu people with a little uh, 
get a little uh, chihuahua and a, or one of those little dogs there. What do they call those dogs? What are the ones of the rich people like? Those little tiny uh, Yorkshire or sh- oh. schnaut? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But a baby's bigger than Sobe now. Yeah? Oh, my yeah, God, taller, really? Taller anyway. Yeah, she's taller. Baby. Yeah. Baby, baby. All right, well. Usually, uh, I guess I was inter- I was thinking of the dog because usually at this time the dog would be crying to go outside or something. Yeah, she went up in their cage today. I don't know. Grease got home and they had to leave again for work, and she just went up and yeah. laid down and laid down in her little house. Poor dog. Which is another project I want to do. I want to Reese's room is such a disaster, and like I can't help but think that it's a little bit because he has the smallest room and. Not a lot of space to it's put stuff, so he just gave guy up and, and just just garage everything everywhere. So if I if I build him something <laughs> more space, utilizing the space more, I'm hoping it'll. Be How less is the disgusting. Uh, biggest guy in the house have the smallest room? Uh, it all comes down to the order in which they arrive, right? So Jamie had right. the big room when we move in, and then Reese was a born. He was just born when we move here. Yeah. So we put him in the second room. And then we were done having kids, and then, oops, eight years later, we have another fucking kid. <laughs> and it turned out that kid was a girl, so the two girls share a room for okay for eight or nine years. Oh, and then Jamie and then we, took the basement. Jamie moved, yeah, we moved Jamie okay, into the basement okay. when, when she got too old. Oh, fuck, so you made a bad move there. now it's so sweet down there that I think I want to move my bedroom down there. What the hell? Why? Yeah, how come you don't have the basement to yourself? I think because uh, you know how I like my naps, and it's loud when you walk uh, around on the, the floor walking. up here. So when I do the floors, I'm gonna re-insulate the floor. Ah, and yeah. Then I will kick her out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you should totally have a cool man cave or something. Your garage, man, you gotta. That's what. Forget the kitchen. Well, the yard has become that, right? Like, yeah. I've got, now, now I've got a, today after the podcast, I'm gonna go out and shut down the Shangri Bar. Okay. Tear down, tear down Shangri-La. Bring in the fridges. I've got two bar fridges now to find a place for over the winter. I'm gonna see if oh. Jamie wants to have a little fridge in her bedroom, maybe. Oh have man! Some water bottles and some some drinks. Some yeah, yeah. I'm sure water bottles will occupy that mini fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's what'll. And then, uh, and then maybe I'm thinking uh, if I can, because remember I built that second shed on the side of the house. To, yeah, you know, take the overflow of all yeah, the Shangri- yeah. Shangri-La things, Shangri-La, yeah. and all Shangri that. things. So maybe if I can keep the main cabanon space with enough space in it, like get rid of the lawnmower and you know a lot of the gardening shit, put that in the secondary shed. Maybe I could have a winter bar in there and start heating the heating the shed. In the oh, in the shed, yeah, in the, the big shed. That's, yeah, yeah. Is it insulated? No. Oh man! But, I just know, started insulating uh, my old man's shed. I'm almost. I did. I did all the walls. I got the roof left, the ceiling. Huh. I insulated it all because I really want to. I want to get in there in Thank the you. winter and learn how to weld properly. Yeah, I guess I could insulate it too. Like yeah, it, just it doesn't cost much. Drywall. I've got drywall too. When I tore down the garage, I was able to pull off like five of the sheets of drywall full, oh. like intact. Yeah. So I kept them. It doesn't need to be pretty, right? You just yeah, need to no. hold the insulation, and that's all I really need. And it do. doesn't even matter. Those little holes in it, you just putty them up, put some paint on it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. I suppose I could do that. Insulation ain't that bad, but the wood is fucking, like we were talking about last time, man. Dude, the wood is expensive. Yeah, it's like 50 bucks for a, a three-quarter a, inch sheet of plywood now. Yeah, it's 50. It's over. It's like 45, between 45, 55 bucks, depending on what it is, what type of wood. And I just bought shit plywood, 3.8 like standard spruce garbage like the cheapest right. you can find 26 something man at home depot was the cheapest for i could three find eights. Yeah, for three eights. three eights yeah i went to the guy at the corner here he was selling it for like uh i think he was selling it for 33 dollars he was 26 bucks he was selling the corrugated fucking uh shit wood the the press wood yeah yeah the mdf yeah stuff yeah yeah for for 26 bucks dude a sheet it's insane it's really expensive. Like the price of things is going up. I went to Walmart yesterday. It was two hundred bucks for a basket, at, like a a cart at Walmart. Like Walmart never. I I don't think I've ever spent more than like one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty bucks for the two of us at Walmart. Like, right. And dude, it's we didn't buy like a. T- we bought stuff, but not like. I knew it going up to the cash. I was like, watch this one eighty five. 
<laughs> yeah, I, knew, I used to be was really like, no, good at no that. Way. But I've gotten terrible at it. I went to Costco. I don't know. It was probably like six months ago with Angela, and we get to uh, we we going up to the cash, and I'm like, oh, I have 140 bucks cash in my pocket. I'm pretty sure we. I'm pretty sure that'll cover. Yeah, fuck, no, no five hundred ninety dollar. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? How did I guesstimate this so poorly? Yeah, because the prices skyrocketed, man. Prices of everything has gone up. Turned out I had $130 just in beer in my basket that I well, that's, probably didn't. didn't. They, sell, they sell beer, eh, at Costco here? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Cases I was of used to the States. States. Oh, yeah. They only sell like large quantities. They sell like two fours or they, they just do, sell like They do a, for yeah. some of the beers, but like the main beers, they sell just the giant ones. It's yeah. Basically and, two 30 packs put in a, right. a box. Right. In the States, it's nice because you get like, you'll get like the hard liquor. They'll sell a gigantic bottle of hard liquor for like 20 bucks yeah it's crazy the price difference man off the boost i don't know what's the other province like what province in in canada would be the cheapest like most comparable to the states like quebec is expensive quebec is the cheapest for beer beer is cheaper in the country but Um, hard stuff is very expensive nova scotia was pricey for beer ontario ontario is more expensive for beer Uh, Alberta and BC were more expensive for both beer and wine. I bought wine. Really? I was Yeah, I bought two bottles of wine, a six pack of those girly whatever. Your favorite fizzy, fizzy drinks, yeah. and uh, a twelve pack of beer, and it was a hundred and fucking forty dollars. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what. Uh, what's the cheapest province for for uh, beer, and what's the cheapest province for hard liquor, or wine, and stuff like that? I don't that? know about. I don't drink hard liquor, so I don't. I haven't. Or really like wine. It like out. I wonder what's the cheapest. Wine, for I think Ontario and Quebec. Ontario, uh, beer. Yeah. Quebec is beer. Yeah, that's probably what it is, eh? You mm-hmm. get the best of both worlds. You just drive over, get what you want. Yeah, I think the uh, and you know it's all this bureaucratic shit that they just keep adding fees. I think in Alberta, because of the nature of their economy, they. Um, they don't want to add luxury taxes to uh, gas. Yeah. So they put it all on booze. Oh, yeah. So they just you sneak it I mean? in somewhere else. And they go, we're not going to put the carbon tax, but it's going to cost yeah. you a fortune to get a buzz. To get hammered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Quebec not. Quebec has kind of spread it out very socialistly, socialistly minded to spread it out over all the things that people people like. Yeah. I got my registration uh, bill. The Camry cost me $220 to register. Yeah. The Range Rover is $287. Uh, $387. It's like 100 and it's it's like 60% because it's a luxury vehicle, I think. Really? Yeah, you have to pay a, like Gosh. right out of the gate a luxury fuck, tax. Fuck, my my pickup truck should be free, fuck. It's ain't no luxury <laughs> there, fuck. That's another thing like I've been thinking about. So I want to buy I want to buy a cottage, but I want to buy a pickup truck too. Well, sell that fucking Range Rover, man. Get rid of that thing. I think I'd like to keep all. Like, I have a little fleet of cars. Have the Camry for just scooting around. Have the Range Rover. I love how you're like, I got no cash. I'm fucking losing money over here. Exactly. I like like to have all of it, though. When my finances are in disarray, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm already fucked. You go the opposite way? Yeah, just go. Not me, man. I fucking hunker down and squirrel up, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking start storing my nuts all over the yard, man. I'm not fucking doing any of that shit. I'm ready to roll, buddy. I fucking the, the world crumbles. You come with me, man. I got fucking solar panels. I got an axe. I got fucking everything. We'll go to the woods, man. We'll fucking live it out. We'll, but that's we'll have a thing. Blast. The pickup truck. I mean, if I'm gonna be hauling drywall and I'm gonna be doing shit like that, I should have a pickup. I have to borrow a pickup every time I want to do any little project. Yeah, you should. I would. Cha- I would get rid of that. That or get a trailer or something. But I would dump that Range Rover and pick up a get a nice uh, Toyota pickup, man. Get something that'll. Something will last, something will be reliable, and you can use it all the time. You know, you don't need to have another car. You can use that pickup. It'll be reliable. Yeah. Instead of that Range Rover, it's not going to suck as much gas down. They're pretty nice, too. The new the new pickup oh, are really man, nice. They're uh, beautiful. Man, Derek, your fucking car, though. Derek's got a uh, race car. You're, you got Brought a, in, what is it, a Mustang engine? Like a 500? Sim- uh, like a five liter you got like a seven, Yeah, five, but you got like a 700 horsepower. Uh, 580. 580, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you got a supercharger in that sucker. I took a, f- I took it in for an oil change. I picked it up yesterday. It cost me a thousand dollars for what? An oil change? Well, I got an oil change. I put the new the winter tires on, and then the transmission I felt was slipping. So he's like, "Oh, gladly change all your transmission oil and stuff." And three hours of labor adds up quick. 
Oh my god, dude! And wow. then he told me too that my rear suspension is loose. The two shocks are loose, and he's like, "Oh, but don't worry, I found you. We don't have to change the whole, the whole uh, suspension system. The the balloons are fine because it's a hydraulic yeah, it's suspension. A, the air, he's like, air we could just change the shocks on the top. Only four hundred dollars each instead of you know whatever sixteen hundred dollars each. I'm like, come on, that come on, dump that thing, man. What are you yeah. doing? What a waste that, that, what a fuck, dude, you buy, you, for that, you just buy a Toyota, you'll pay the payments, I mean, yeah. what do you, I don't know what you can sell that thing now, but uh, I'm sure you can put a good chunk of it on a brand new fucking Tacoma, and it'll cost you a hell of a lot less in payments than you're paying to fix that thing. Tacoma? What about Tundra? Which one's the bigger one? The Tundra's the big one, man, that's a, yeah. that's a nice big beauty, but those are pricey. I wonder what that goes for, minimum, like, maybe 60, 50, yeah, 60, starting? I think, yeah. minimum, yeah. Yeah, you get. But even tail. those ones, like the minimum, they're so nice. Like they, everything is standard. Oh yeah, it, right? I don't like need it. Yeah. For the top top one, they have those foot rail that come down when you open the door. Yeah, things no, like I that. don't need like that the, shit. The, That's just a. But they come standard with all the electric everything and the heat. Yeah, most of them now have uh, the backup camera. Most cars yeah, come yeah. with it, and. Um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't go crazy with uh, all that extra stuff, man. You just fucking go with a base model, with as long as your windows are powered. That's I was good thinking of buying me. like a ten-year-old F one fifty or something like that. Oh no, you're going through another money pit, man. Don't go to Ford with a fucking old F one fifty. You're gonna suck no. money out of that thing. It's just to do like just to grab drywall and shit <sighs> at the Renault Depot. I don't know. Yeah, but man. then you'll have a at least you'll have a like a you know something you can use daily, and you're not gonna fucking be broken down all the time, and it's in the I garage. Ta- I was talking to my buddy Carrie this morning, and I'm just like. I have so many things that I want to do, like just in my own house. And like I've offered to help a friend do a basement. I got to shut down my yard that we have a podcast. I mean, like little, it's a lot of little things. And I feel overwhelmed all the time. Imagine I had a job, uh, like a, I don't know how people with jobs, like nowadays you have couples, you know, they have two income families where both of them work 40, 50 hour a week, but they still have to do grocery. They still have to cook. They still have to feed their kid, make lunches. Go to PTA. Like, the, how did they do all that? I don't I have don't a know, job. Man. It's, on it's, a busy week, I see well, it's pre-COVID. Now I've, I'm busy and I do a bunch of little things. But like, I, I work like ten hours a week, and I still don't have time to come close to doing everything I, I want to do. Well, I think people are going to have to choose what you want in life, man. I think it's a question of if you're doing all that, Balance. you're going to, yeah, you're going to make good money. Uh, you're you're working two jobs, you know, two people are working, everyone's like always busy. You, you're going to make great money, but you're just fucking going to have to throw it all away because you need shit to make you happy in the end of the day. You know, you're going to be like, well, I need a new car because my fucking life sucks. I'm in traffic all the time coming home from my <laughs> shitty day job. Yeah. And I need a new big TV so that I fucking have something to look at or f- make me forget how shitty my day job is. But okay. if you don't have a shitty life, if you like try to enjoy life more, you need less shit around you to distract you of how shitty your fucking day job is. Yeah. That was one thing with me when I got out of fucking working a day job and just doing comedy. Like, I could... I don't need to blow a ton of money because I'm happy. I, I I know I complain a lot. <laughs> you, but no, that's just come on. That's just my nature. You're too hard on yourself, Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> but I I'm a dude. I enjoy like man. I could go. There's no like you know like fuck. I went to the I went fishing twice this year. I went up to the camp because I make my yeah. own goddamn schedule. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I don't afford a. I don't have a, a a fucking big house, and then I got a, a cottage in the country. Yeah, I got a fucking little place. I got to drive far out to, but I fucking it's love yours. it. It's yours, mine. Yeah, it's exactly. you know, yeah. I share it with a couple other people, but they're never there. We all share it equally, and we're all like, you know, it's fucking fun. And dude, I feel like I feel rich as shit when I'm at that little camp up in the. You're we're the only ones on the lake. You know what that would cost if you try to do that in like Tremblant or anything? You'd pay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can drive two hours, but you're going to work your ass off to pay for a million-dollar house that you're sharing it on the lake with a bunch of other people. Dude, I'm on I'm on a fucking lake with nobody. No it's one balance, there. man. Everyone's balance is different, too. There's yeah, some people that aren't happy it. unless they're working 100 hour a week making $50 million a year. Maybe, man. If that's me, for man. you, Fuck go that. for it. I'd yeah. rather, you know, I'd rather... Have my little... I'd rather friends, family, uh, yeah. everyone's happy, everyone's healthy. 
uh, being cool, you know, being nice, being, you know, I'd rather that shit than like stressed out all the time. I'm not making enough. I got to pay the fucking fancy car. I got to get the payments on the house through like, fuck that. Yeah, it's like people look at my, my lifestyle and be like, even Angela. Angela's a doer. She, she go, but she's not money hungry, but she's a doer. She does things. She likes yeah. to stay busy. Yeah. Uh, so when she, I go have a nap and she's like, you're wasting your life. And I'm like, <laughs> I derive so much pleasure from this nap. I, I'm, oh, I get in there and I just, you know, when you wiggle your feet like that in the sheets and you're just like, oh, this is so, mm, I'm so toasty in here. Ah, uh, so dude. Nice. Imagine. Simple, simple pleasure. I'm so easily see? pleased. Imagine doing that in like a small little country house with a fireplace and the rain's oh. trickling off the roof and you're just oh. no noise except for that raindrops on the roof, man. You're sleeping. Woof. You know, yeah. Like, it's so funny. Like that. And, how things change in your life and i think i'm at a point now where i'm i'm done changing in terms of my values and my my aspiration but to have like you know people i'm like i want to be a millionaire and i want to have this house paid for and a country house that's paid for where all i have to worry about is my taxes and my food and, and a vehicle to get to wherever Man, I don't, I don't need anything else. I really don't yeah. need anything else. I mean, I, ideally, I'd like. I'd to even eat downsize well. from that, buddy. Just go to one fucking house. You don't need two. You don't need. Two. I don't Remember? need two, and that's what I have right now. I have, I yeah. have one, but like my aspiration. Yeah, you'd right? like to have that. That's why man. I'd like to have this house paid. That's what when I decided to try to have it paid for by the time I was fifty year old. Yeah, uh, just at, to be fifty and to have my house paid for. It's mine. Vushi, see, it's mine. I can do what I want here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't have. Like right now, I'm. I've got a renewed interest in uh, pitching a show, pitching a TV show. Yeah. Uh, just because of COVID, because I feel like I need to do something to. Earn yeah, a you living. gotta write, man. But write. Just this morning, I was like looking into how to pitch, and uh, they don't even want to hear from individual. I mean, they have a section where if you're an individual, pitch us your idea. But no, there's a specific spot for a production company that they can yeah. go to, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, now I have to sell a fucking production company on it. Yeah. It's, it all, it's so much work. And in and Canada, it's usually, yeah, it's tiring. You go to a production years, company and they it. go, It'll well, do you have anyone big on it? Or we, yeah. it's going to cost it, you know, why don't you do it on the internet first? See if it yeah. works. Yeah. If you get a million views, then come talk to us. That's the way they. It's not that's see that's why Canadians go to the states because you come up to when you know you can pitch in the states and you'll actually get well now the money is shit now the money's gone down but yeah. before it used to be man I meet some guys I met some guy and he was like man he goes you it's not the best time to be in L A because he goes now everyone's getting paid shit but he yeah. goes when he came when he went to L A I think it was like fifteen years ago he was like dude I pay I bought my house the first year I was here he's like I bought my house just off of doing commercials. Wow. He did, I think, like two or three commercials, national commercial, and he just bought his house. Like, you get paid a national commercial in the States, man. You'd get paid good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Like, I don't know, 100 grand, and then royalties, and you get a ton looking, of money, that, man. That, the, now, the, forget it. Two grand, the, maybe? The, ac <laughs> the actress that does the, I think it's Progressive Insurance. Oh, Flo? F Flo, Flo from Progressive? Yeah. Oh, she's raking I it I checked in her net sure. worth. I think she's worth like 4.5 million dollars yeah for sure if you're like uh if you're a face uh in an american commercial like you know you do like the credit card company or you're yeah. like flow from progressive yeah you're killing it you're like the a and w guy in canada i don't know maybe a hundred grand maybe 80 grand yeah. 100 grand for, a year to do like 25 commercial yeah. yeah maybe i don't know maybe i'm wrong i don't know if he's i don't think he's doing more i don't know maybe but i don't yeah. see it being like crazy it ain't four million that's no, for sure i agree Flow is killing it, man. Yeah, Fucking flow from progressive. Now that's a that's who you got. That's who you want to. That's your and sugar you mama. Because right like yeah, because that's who she is. That's all she is, right? Like, yeah. Then you will get like a Morgan Freeman that'll just do the narration for oh, a Visa card. He rakes and in. he's making like two million dollars just to read just to narrate a, a fucking Amex script. commercial. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a big difference in the money in the states. Yeah, it's yeah. exponential as you get bigger. Yeah. I just I feel first of all the show idea that I have. I believe in it, but then I get so easily discouraged. You start reading on how to go about pitching it and stuff. And like you say, you know, it'll be a long process and why don't you shoot it first? So then I would have to get other people involved. Like I'd have to ask 
people yeah, like but, you can <clears throat> come and shoot it and edit it for yeah. me so that we can pitch it to them. Yeah, you got to do a lot of the legwork you yourself. Now, but yeah. you know, if it goes, you'll be a producer on the show. And I don't even want to ask people to do things for free. I mean, there's like three people of which you were one that I would possibly ask to do something for free. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you know, you know what but the you're difference You're afraid is? to leave your fucking house, so I'm not gonna want to <laughs> renovate your house. Let's see. Fuck, because you're fucking you're flying to Winnipeg every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no it's uh it, it it's i mean it's worth it like i feel like we are discouraging canada to like hey could you help me out and do this thing for free but in the states man like in la that's all it is is like everybody's helping each other everyone's like yo i got an idea you want to be in my sketch and they're like yeah sure and then the next guy's like i got one too you want to do mine next week so everyone's like kind of working together and it helps yeah but in canada i find like everyone's kind of independent more everyone like wants to just be on their own and not help it's as not much i want to be on my own i don't want to ask people to do things no, I, for free i get that you know too that's I mean? an yeah to, I, yeah to do work but like you and i are working on this thing we're doing this for free yeah uh, i enjoy it i don't know if you enjoy it i mean it's more labor intensive for it's you because you drag. do all the editing and stuff <laughs> but uh no i love it dude it's what you got to do and what people don't understand too like i know comics get discouraged easily when you're starting out because you're like fuck it like just like what you're saying it's like oh, i gotta pitch it and but you know what man you write I'm that already idea easily discouraged as an individual yeah, but person dude, you, I'm you write that idea you go to a, a production company and you're like hey i got this idea i'd love to sit down would you guys listen and then they go okay great come in we, we've seen you do some stuff we like what you do so they you, you, you sit down with them they they might shut you down but you're in their head and now they go now they got another idea and they go fuck we need that guy we need a guy to do that and they go yo you know it'd be great that guy that came in and pitched us something like five months ago he was fucking yeah. perfect I and should. then they call you up. So the thing with like, I we get discouraged easily because the money's not like just thrown at your face all the time. And then you got to do a lot of the legwork. But when you do all that legwork, like it adds up if you, if you're professional about it and you take it seriously, people will follow you and go, oh man, I, dude, all this stuff I've gotten, I, I don't, I have, I had an agent for like, I, I had a manager for like two years of my whole career. I've never had anybody. But yeah. I've gotten things just from doing shit. And the more you do it, the more your face gets out there, the more you've like, you know, like I'm tweeting sometimes. You think no one's looking at your tweets or your Facebook. There's a production company that's like, hey, you fuck, you fit exactly what we'd love to do. So that they call you me. I sent I sent an email to my film and TV agent last week. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even get a didn't even get a return email. There I, you go. I don't think I have an agent right now. I think I'm agent less. Dude, I think everyone really with an agent is kind of in some way a little bit agentless cuz they're you still have to find your own shit. It would be nice. Man, when you get to like the rich stage or like when they're hot calling you nonstop. Yeah, even at that, I don't even think in Canada, I don't think any anyone's agents are yeah. really finding them work. It's like they get the work and they go, "Hey, can you negotiate this or take a look at the contract?" and that's it. Like that's really yeah. what your agent is in Canada. And you hit it on the head for me. What's I think been my biggest impediment of progress is the the legwork part. I'm not a big legwork guy. I'm able to do work, <laughs> yeah. but I need somebody who's gonna like motivate me. I need like I need you. I need yeah. you to co motivate me. Well, that's need, what we're like, doing here. Let's and you're good at the you're good steps. at the tech part of it. We, uh, I, I think you should come and shoot me doing my next project. And I'll definitely do that. I'll come by and film your next get, project. We could get Reese to hold the camera and you could be on screen with me, you know, like help me put this piece of drywall up because you're handy too. And we uh, we pitched this thing. We could be like uh, we could be like Homes on Homes, but it'd be fucking uh, Sega and Butt. Yeah, I had a I had a few show name ideas. I was thinking just the other day. I was thinking screwed. <laughs> Screw it. it fits in the COVID thing, and it fits in the with the us fucking everything up. Born, <laughs> the, re the renovation show born from COVID nineteen. <laughs> screwed because that's what happened to my career. I got yeah. screwed out of a career. Now I'm doing renovation work, or uh, or uh, hammered because <laughs> I'm hammered. Just always yeah, drunk. Just fucking crack open a case uh, every time you start a job. Nailed it. Hammer and nailed it. You That'd know, be like, a fun little you, thing. When you say nailed it, it's when you actually fuck something up, because I do fuck things up sometimes. I'm sure you do. So hammer and nailed it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. We'll, All right, uh, we're at an hour. Should we do some uh, football picks? Yeah, let's do the picks. Let's get Derek's before picks I, in there. Big picks. Right before I put in my nap, I have like a list 
of 20 things to do and I'm going to go directly and have a nap right after this. Look, sure. the important thing. Uh, last week was not a great week. No? Uh, Lost? No, it wasn't a terrible it wasn't a terrible week, but it wasn't a great week and it was again two game like that's what happens when you bet the way I bet with parlays. You get you get fucked. Um so who is it that fucked me last week? Uh the Saints the Saints, I, I one of the parlay, I had the Saints winning by, I think, uh, six, and they only won by three, so that fucked me. Um, the Browns-Bengals game was so good. Finished 37-34, OT. It was so great. Um, who else? Oh, the Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys lost their quarterback. Then they lost their second quarterback with a concussion. Uh, Terrible. Washington, the winless Washington Red. No, the nameless. Washington nameless football team beat the Cowboys twenty-five to three, and hey. I had the Cowboys. I had the because I I even took them with points. Anyway, the Cowboys lost twenty-five to three. I couldn't. How do you predict that? Um, the Steelers Titans. That was the one. I knew it was going to be a good game, and I think I even recommended people don't don't bet it. Two undefeated teams going in, but I took the Titans. Uh, even though I'm a Steelers fan, I don't know if you remember, I said I hate betting against the Steelers, but I think the Titans are going to do it with the running back. Fantastic game. What a great game. It's so, And now, like I said, I, I learned my lesson again, and I'm not betting crazy. So even though I lost the bet, I enjoyed watching the football game so much because it was like I lost 100 bucks. but who cares? Yeah. What a great game. 27-24, such a great game. Uh, th- this is the one that really killed me. The Buccaneers-Raiders. Okay. What happened there? I had two. Uh, the Bucks beat them forty-five to twenty. Okay, forty-five. Geez. Like wow. Tom Brady is back. Tom Brady looks good. Gronkowski starting to catch big passes. Uh, he scored again. Uh, I had I had the Raiders plus ten point five point. I thought the Raiders would keep it close. I thought they would keep it close. They'd been looking really good. John Gruden coach defense, and uh, man, they got blown out forty-five to twenty. They couldn't even come within 10 points. I was like, you guys, blow. So that really killed me last week. That's that, Those were the ones that killed me. The Patriots, too. I didn't. I thought the Patriots would come close. They got blown out, too, 33 to 6. Fucking Patriots. That was another one useless. that hurt. Yeah, useless fucking <laughs> dinks. <laughs> so this week, tomorrow night, we have the Falcons and Panthers. The Falcons just don't have the winning touch, man. They 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 have they have tools, but they're not doing well. The Panthers are actually looking pretty good. Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback there now. Oh, Bridgy and, Teddy. Uh, yeah, they look pretty good. So I'm going Panthers in that game. Okay. Vikings Packers. I say Packers all the way. Don't like Kirk Cousins at all. He's a dink, but sometimes he has magical days. Hopefully it's not this week because the Packers lost. Uh, two weeks ago, so I don't want them losing anymore. I love the Packers. So I take the Packers over the Vikings. Titans, Bengals. I love the, the Joe Burrow, the quarterback in uh, in Cincinnati. I love him. Rookie, Heisman Trophy winner. So fun to watch, but he can't pull out wins. And I'm sad to say I don't think this week is going to be the win either. Derrick Henry is unstoppable. Uh, I go Titans over the Bengals. Chiefs, Jets. This is crazy. Chiefs, Jets, the spread is 19.5 points. The okay. Chiefs are favored by 19 and a half points. The Jets are so terrible. Um, but so yeah, you're so going to go with the Jets? Easy, is that what you're doing? To, no, no, <laughs> easy pick. That's the Chiefs. Uh, Colts-Lions. Colts-Lions, I, I kind of want to stay away from this game. Phillip Rivers is now the co- uh, the quarterback in uh, Indianapolis. Uh, I hate him. I hate him Okay. so much. I think he's a dink. What did he do? What uh, do you hate him for? Uh, he's such a baby. He gets all whiny and... Can't run. I don't know. I just don't. Ah, I don't. I don't guy. like him. Um, but he's been he's been pulling out some wins. The Lions are looking better than they have in years. Uh, I want the Lions to win that one, so I'm going Lions in that one, even though the Colts are favorite. Steelers Ravens, another fucking huge man. The Steelers don't have an easy schedule. The Steelers against uh, the um, the Baltimore Ravens, who have that crazy quarterback Lamar Jackson. Okay. Uh, the Ravens, I think, have lost one already this year, but uh, the Steelers are now still undefeated. I think the Steelers are the only undefeated team, actually. So um, it's going to be huge. That's going to be a big, big game. Steelers, Ravens, who do I like? God, listen, I bet against the Steelers last week, and it bit me in the ass. I'm, I, I know I, I've taken the Steelers 
I'm going to take the Steelers. You can change the spreads. I think it's a three-point spread right now. I take the Steelers at plus seven and a half, and you've got a bet there. I think that's a winning bet, the Steelers plus seven and a half. Rams-Dolphins, again, don't, I want to stay away from that. It's hard to predict, um, but I think the Rams are going to beat the Dolphins in that one. They looked really good on Monday night. Uh, Patriots-Bills, it's going to be fun to watch the Bills beat the shit out of the Patriots. Uh, I respect Coach Belichick, but uh, his his squad is not not sinking and jiving, and the Bills have just so many tools on offense. So I think that's going to be the Bills walking away, beating the Patriots probably for the first time in like six years. It's going to be great. Raiders Browns. I think the Ra- uh, the the Raiders the Browns looked good last week. They lost Odell Beckham Jr. though, and uh, the Raiders I think are going to come out swinging. And um, I, I take the Raiders over the Browns, even though it's in Cleveland. Um, Chargers, Broncos, I'm going to go Chargers. Saints, Bears, fuck you, Bears. You <clears throat> fucked me so hard. <laughs> I just Bears. needed you to get close this week, you stupid arsehole. And they lost. The Bears lost 24 to 10. I needed them to come within eight, and they didn't. So screw them. So I am definitely going. Why can't I move this down? Definitely going Saints over the Bears, probably by uh, at least one touchdown. 49ers, Seahawks, Seahawks, go birds. Uh, Eagles, Cowboys on Monday night. Those teams are both decimated with injuries, but I, I think, oh no, that's the Sunday late game, sorry. Cowboys, Eagles is the Sunday night late game. I think the Eagles are going to really punish the Cowboys. The Eagles are finally starting to jive, and the Cowboys have just fallen apart. They've lost all their players. Then the Monday night game, the Tampa Bay Bucks against the Giants. I think the Bucks are going to easily, handily, beat the Giants by at least two touchdowns. And those are the picks, everybody. Good luck. There Hopefully it is. you can build your retirement on those picks. <laughs> See if they do it. Otherwise, they're going to be fucking calling you up for their RSP money, man. Where's yeah, my fucking man, money? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. Well, uh, I'm going to try to take it easy again and keep it under just a couple hundred bucks just to make it interesting, but that's it. How about just uh, not gambling any money? Maybe uh, just uh, put it in a bank. Just watch... Just watch TV? Put it on, yeah, just watch the game. How about just watching the game? What happened to the fun of watching the game? I don't know. I guess, I know. It's you gone. like the money. You it's like gone. you like fucking with money, buddy. All right. Yeah, man. Well, uh, it was good chatting, man. We'll uh, do this again next week. Good chat. Yep. All right, buddy. But let's uh, let's try to pitch a show. Let's yeah, do let's it. pitch something. Let's pitch uh, let's the fucking... I need you to come shoot it, though. Come shoot some stuff with me. I'll come, I'll come shoot something, man. We'll, we'll shoot. We'll pick a fucking renovation project that you're going to do, and I'll come film it. Sweet. All right. Let... And maybe be on camera. We'll get Reese to shoot yeah. something, and you could be on camera with me, too. Yeah. Maybe we'll fucking we'll do something. Yeah, we'll come up. You know, I'm going to turn you into a star despite yourself, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, man. Good nice chat. to see you. Let's talk soon. All right. Talk soon. See Thanks, you. everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah.